Uh, can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you give me a mic check? Yes. <laughs> We're back, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. This is it. This is, yes. Hello. Hi. Hey. Whoa. Hey. 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 Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, we're podcasting. This is me now. <laughs> Welcome to the Parrothead Podcast. <laughs> the, hey. The Parrotheads. <laughs> the Parrotheads are back, baby. The Parrothead Podcast, baby. The Parrotheads are the back. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. I didn't remember how to do this. <laughs> I hope you recorded that. <laughs> oh, it's I didn't remember it's how recording. to do this. I remember how to wow, podcast. Does this mic sound worse than yours? It does a little bit. I huh? think it sounds fine. Okay. We'll let our listeners decide. <laughs> Great. You guys, Let's you know what? It's nice to have you back, but sounds like shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I miss, I miss you holding up your broken keyboard to your <laughs> microphone <laughs> in your parents' guest room. <laughs> All right, I am ready if you oh, wow. are also let's, ready. Let's freaking do it. Let's freaking do it. All right. Oh, my God. Here we go. On your marks, get set, go. <laughs> oh. There we go. Here we go. An oldie but a goodie. This is an oldie but a goodie. I sail an ocean. Oh, yeah. This is Unsettled good. ocean. Mm. Mm. Through restless water and deep commotion. Often frightened, unenlightened Sail on, sail on, sailor I rest the water Find water Sail through the sorrow Of life's marauders Unrepenting Here we go Often empty Sail on, sail on, sailor Oh man, oh, welcome yeah. to oh, the Parrothead Podcast. I am Ryan Middledore. Wow, I'm Patrick McDonald. This is your podcast for all things Jimmy Buffett. I definitely feel like I sound fuzzy. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> Should I try this other mic? Maybe I'll just do it. If you want to, here. It. here swap it out. We swap didn't touch. Out. Okay. This is a live swap. This is a live, wow, live swap. <laughs> there you go. Okay. And plugging it in and... Wow, and I sound better. Oh, you sound great. There you go. You sound beautiful. That's a classic live swap for you. <laughs> <laughs> Something that can only happen here on the Parrothead Podcast. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett and live swaps. <laughs> live swap. Featuring live swap. Oh, man. the only podcast that does live swap. Wow, That's right. that is crazy. That sounds way better. Very nice. Uh, yeah, welcome to the Parrothead Podcast, your only podcast. That's, wait, what do we <laughs> Again, like I said, I didn't remember how to do this. <laughs> it's been so long. Uh, your podcast for all things Jimmy Buffett. There Buffet, we go. Um, including, uh, you know, getting back together after a long pandemic that isn't over and is only getting worse in our area. Yes, yes. When we, uh, uh, for, for those listening, um, if you've been listening for a while, you know that over the past three months, uh, episodes have been pretty sporadic because, Patrick, you've been in Colorado. That's I've correct. been here in Los Angeles. Uh, and recording has been difficult. And then uh, earlier this week, we're recording this on June 28th, 2020, we said, hey, let's get back together. Mm -hmm. Looks like things are, are, are okay. We'll social distance record, and it'll be fine. 
But over the past couple days, since we said that we were going to do this, things just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Correct. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> here we are. Uh, we are recording with masks on, so we if are. we sound a little muffled, it's because we are. That's correct. You can see a photo of it on our Twitter, which I have uh, updated for the first time <laughs> in over a month. I run the Twitter. It's very obvious. Um, <laughs> and uh, I have had some difficulty getting around to ge- logging on, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, but we are back. We're and, back, uh, baby. We're back. And uh, a quick shout-out to Todd Griffith, um, one of our Parrothead buddies. Uh, we made a challenge last uh, episode Yep. Uh, that if you donated somewhere, Minnesota Freedom Fund or any other organization, we would uh, give you a Marvin Garden's name. Yes. I just looked. Uh, June 12th, he donated $250 to the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Thank you very much. So thank you, Todd Griffiths. So we're about to give you your Marvin Garden's name right now. Yes, this is Our very, very fun. Buddy. Um, uh, and just r- as a reminder, if you donate anywhere to support uh, any sort of Black Lives Matter or organization uh, promoting equality and betterness in the world, uh, we will absolutely give you a Marvin Garden's name. Live on air. Live on air. Um, We got live swaps, live Martin Gardens names. (laughs) It's all live, baby. It's all live and we're outdoor. We we might as well be uh, performing. Oh, yeah, we're outside. This is our very first outside episode, I think. Well, yeah. Together, uh, anyways. Together, because sometimes I go to the beach. Sometimes you go to the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Past couple months, I've been sitting outside here in the lawn chair with my computer, my mixer, set on top of each other. It was awful. Is this where you would? Oh, yeah, Yeah, and then the birds. And then the birds. The birds would be chirping. Uh, today it's a very nice cloudy day, yeah. overcast day in Los Angeles. Yeah, so absolutely. it worked out perfectly. All right. Uh, so Todd Griffiths, we're going to give you your name right now. Yes, I. One second. One okay. second. One second. Uh, okay, I have mine. Okay, I have one too. Do you want to go um, first? Yes. Okay. Okay. What's his name? Todd Griffiths. Okay, Todd Griffiths. Your Marvin Garden's name is Coventry. Super tax. <laughs> <laughs> Coventry super tax. Okay, so Todd, send us an email. Tell us what Coventry super tax is getting into. Wow. I truly like him. <laughs> he sounds like, so I, I'm getting, like, I visualize the actual Monopoly man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is him. This is his actual name. The name Coventry super tax. <laughs> I imagine he's just a scoundrel in terms of taxing the poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets involved in that kind of racketeering kind of thing. You know, like the old me money crimes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Embezzlement. so funny. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> Super tax. Oh, Ty Griffiths, you enjoy that. That's, that is yours. You wear that proudly. That's and right. Thank you for what you're doing, and I hope everyone is doing something in some way. Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's very exciting. I, I think as far as other fan news, uh, we got a Jimmy question. Ooh. Um, Lindsey Vaughn's dad, Tim Thorman, sent us an email. Did you, has Jimmy paid the Mini Mart back yet? Do your investigating <laughs> and let me know. Ooh, um, a challenge. Sent this via email just so you could have one to open. Okay, great. <laughs> Lindsey Vaughn's dad. That's so nice. Sent from my so, iPhone. So kind. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice, Tim. We uh, appreciate it. Wonderful. Um, uh, we have looked into that a little bit. Uh, Jimmy uh, apparently has not paid the Mini Mart back. Yet. No, no. Statue of limitations, that. though, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So he doesn't really have to. And then, um, 
Brian stole music. Sent us an email real quick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We almost got several emails. It was very exciting. It's very exciting. That never happens. Um, I know. This is nuts. That's why we have to take a month off <laughs> so that we can <laughs> we can <laughs> build up our email base. Up. Yeah. <laughs> to be clear, in a month we got three emails. <laughs> I f- like for us, that's really good. It's so. huge. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Uh, Brian Stoll said, "Hey guys, I thought I would weigh in on the mystery song Jimmy references and mailbox money." Ooh, great. As a songwriter and artist, I know how long it can take to get things out to the public from the time you write it, so we shouldn't be looking for songs that came out in 1981. We should be looking for songs that came out a little later. If I oh. had to guess, I would say he's talking about One Particular Harbor. Okay. Uh, 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 however, he's obviously made the most mailbox money from Margaritaville, sure. so I'm not sure why he didn't reference that one. Maybe he's thinking of a character other than himself in the song. That's true. Okay, he all could right. be thinking of uh, Tully from... Uh, <laughs> From Escape to Margaritaville. Escape to Margaritaville. Which is something that we still have not talked right. about. We saw the Fantasia's production a week before the entire world shut down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we've never discussed it. No, we haven't. We never will. No, we never will. But can I say one thought that we had? Sure. That you had? I. Oh, yes. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Go for it. Go for it. The actor playing Tully. Yes. Too fit. He was way too fit. Way too fit. It he's... was too distracting when his shirt was off. He looked too good. He He's too buff. You don't need to be. He's. <laughs> I don't get it. What is he just like lifting weights on the island? He, he was said? way too fit. That was Wh- crazy. The original Tully, the one that we saw Paul in San Diego. Nolan, yes, yeah. yes, perfect Tully. Great, lanky. You can tell he yes. drinks. <laughs> yeah, I want my drinks. I want my Tully's lanky. <laughs> <laughs> lanky, yeah, definitely fit, but not like uh, you know, like he he was like a runner's fit. He has no access to protein powder <laughs> on the island. You know what Absolutely I mean? Absolutely not. And he's drinking a lot. Yes. So for this guy to be that fit. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was distracting, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> you were upset. I was upset. You were visibly upset. Um, how are you doing, man? Ugh, I, you know, I'm I'm still here, which is yeah. uh, truly a marvel at this point. <laughs> Um, I showed you some scars I got. I got in a really nasty bicycle accident. Yeah, tell me about that. You you've been you you've picked up uh, biking pretty heavily since I the pandemic up started. Biking pretty heavily. I was biking about twenty five miles a day in Colorado. And yeah, I came back here. I've been here for a few weeks. Terrain's a little different. Terrain's a little different. Um, but this was not a terrain issue. This was a me issue. Okay. Um. Uh. I was biking. Uh. I bike about twenty five miles a day still here. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, if you're in LA, I would go from Studio City. Uh, on Friday, I went from Studio City and I biked down to Echo Park Lake. Oh, okay. And I moved to Echo Park Lake and I was coming back. That's so a I good was bike. On, like, yeah, it was good. It was I was on like Moore Park in Lancashire. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was really tired. I think I was dehydrated and I was also very hungry. Yes. And I was looking down at my bike and there was a noise that my front wheel was making. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'll just like kick it and then it'll stop making the noise. As you were riding? As I was riding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I kicked it yeah my foot went into the spoke stopped my front wheel sure and i flew over the front of it <laughs> onto the ground i could see that in my mind so clearly <laughs> before he even said anything <laughs> uh i really scuffed my knee up really bad my hand as well my shoulder and i have scrapes all along my chest it looks really bad it's really bad and my knee might be i'm kind of elevating it right now it might be like i'm just trying to make sure it's not like broken is it does it i mean here you tell me i can do this Okay. I can do that. Okay. This is great radio. I'm bending it in, and yes. then I'm extending it, and yes. it just feels like 
maybe I sprained a muscle or strained something here. Yeah, maybe you just have like a like an internal like bruise or yeah, something. Yeah, and it's because it feels sore, but I've okay. been icing it and resting it. Okay, well that's good. Have you been on any more bike rides since then? No, I have not. Okay, that's probably a good thing. Yeah, I yeah. Think so <laughs> I took my um bike in and they said that i bent the fork which is like the frame that holds the front wheel oh my god and i don't know how i did that he was like, did you hit a parked car i was like no i hit the ground with myself um so so th- it's going well for me yeah that's great so that's good other than that yeah i've been um uh, it's been good i've been definitely taking a lot of time uh to educate myself mm-hmm. on what's going on in the world i've yep. read a million books oh that's great um, it's been very good uh, i wanted to recommend Stamped from the beginning, which is uh-huh. like a history of racism okay. in the country, and I thought it was very eye-opening. Yeah. Uh, we both talked about wanting to do a little bit more. Yes. Um, uh, regarding uh, everybody in the world. Yeah. And doing our part. Um, so I wanted to recommend that book. It's by Ibram X. Kendi, and I believe it's an audiobook that's for free on Spotify right now. Oh, that's great. So I love there that. You go. But that's other than that, it's been good. I've been um. Just floating along, baby. Yeah, baby. Floating along, which is why it was <laughs> nice to listen to this album today. Yes. Speaking of floating. Floating. I don't this know if we mentioned it. We're talking about pet sounds today. Yeah, we figure why not, <laughs> you know, being gone for three weeks to a month, why not, yeah. you know, throw us th- throw us a, a slow ball? Let's do a slow ball. Let's have a fun time. Yes. Uh, are there other podcasts where they're going to know more about pet sounds? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking today at just like the accolades for pet sounds and yeah. it is number one on like 15 like really huge lists yeah. in terms of like n- number one album of all time period. Yes, but no one knows our take. That's right. Which is that Not we also like it. <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, uh, but I'm okay. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm hanging in there. Um, you know, it just, it's it's gotten to the point now where we are used to this whole thing, this yeah. whole uh, staying home thing. I I haven't been uh, uh, at my office for work since I think March twelfth or something like that. So wow. we're over a hundred days uh, inside <sighs> for the most part. Yeah, um, we're fully in this now. We're fully in this, and like we yeah. said, with the cases getting worse, it looks like we will be fully in this for another six months, yeah. maybe, probably. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're just we're just hunkering down. We're you know doing our very best. Uh, been doing a lot of cooking, which has been great. I, I did I did a lot of cooking before, but doing a lot more cooking now. Any exciting dish that you've made? Uh, I've been doing a lot of grilling Ooh, recently. Oh, I love a grill. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of grilling. That's exciting. Um, grilling uh, carne asada like every week. Whoa! Some chicken, Ryan. grilled chicken. I love it. It's That's so much amazing. fun. What do you use your carne asada spices? What are they? So the the local grocery store, Handy Market. Shout out to Handy Market. Hey, shout out. They have a marinated carne asada that is like the best carne asada ever you don't have to do anything to it wow just throw it on the grill a couple minutes and it's done it's i call it meat candy it's so good (laughs) when you leave here you leave here you should go to handy market pick yourself up two pounds of meat candy okay can i say that (laughs) can i get that sweet sweet meat meat candy candy? (laughs) don't know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) hey mister where's the meat where's the meat candy buddy (laughs) (laughs) i hear this is the place for the meat candy (laughs) I hear you got the meat candy. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
amazing. It's really good, really good. Outside of that, uh, just chilling with the pups. You met Bodie. Oh, my gosh. Okay, guys. Puppy. This puppy is the sweetest puppy I've ever seen. I took a video that you can post. Really? I took a video of you guys. Of us together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it look, like, choreographed? It felt like I was in the middle of a dance routine. You, you were in the, like, if, if there was, like, a dance circle at a club, <laughs> but the club was filled with just puppies. Yes. And the only person was you. That's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> It surely felt like a puppy flash mob <laughs> occurred around me because they were both bouncing and dancing with yeah, me. Yeah. Just jumping up, just hands at my face. Oh, yeah. They're very bouncy pups. Just scratching up every cut I have on my body. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're lucky Bodie wasn't in a biting mood. She's teething oh, right now, and she, she will just go for your ankles like crazy. Oh, my God. Just clamp down, and she will not let go. Okay, we got to be careful. you got to be very careful. All right, Bodie. Well, we love her. Yes. It, it seems like Bagels and Bodie are getting along. They are, they are, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it was touch and go for a little bit, yeah. but now we're, we're smooth sailing, baby. Okay. Yeah. Sail on sailor. Sail on sailor. That Hell is great. Yeah. Um, I got a little bit of Buffett news. Oh, you do. Uh, it's, it's Buffett news slash a song I've been listening to. Okay. The Killers. Yes. Are releasing new music, and they've been doing, uh, doing the, the, uh, the, the circuit and just talking about the new album and playing some new songs. They did a cover, recently. Of a pirate looks at forty. No way. Way. What? Way. No. Way. What are you talking about? The killers did pirate looks at forty. What are you talking about? I'm serious. One hundred percent serious. <laughs> Let me see if I can find. I wasn't ready for that news. <laughs> the killers did a pirate look. What the fuck is going on? I know it's bonkers. It's crazy. What? Let me see if I have uh, if I can pull this news up because this is great. Okay, so it looks like this was for uh, an iHeartRadio performance, uh, hometown performance, it says. Uh, From their studio in their hometown of Las Vegas, the Killers performed an intimate concert for fans during the iHeartRadio Living Room Concert Series presented by State Farm, da-da-da-da-da. During the show, they performed A Pirate Looks of 40. Oh, my God. And I have the song here, and I would love to play it for you because it's actually very good. The Killers are really surprisingly good at covers wow like very good at covers okay, they're good. yeah so let's give this a listen oh my gosh i the can't i wasn't ready for this is by jimmy buffett it's called the pirate looks at 40 um i grew up i think like like a lot of people um knowing about margaritaville and maybe cheeseburger in paradise and both actually fantastically written songs but when you really go a little deeper into the catalog there is a whole treasure trove. He's speaking our language. Um, hey, by man, Jimmy Buffett. He was uh, like Do a it. master class songwriter, actually. <laughs> and I'm learning from him. And this next one we just really love, and we're going to share it with you. A Pirate Looks at 40. This is unbelievable. Isn't it? <laughs> I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing this today. <laughs> Mother, Mother Ocean, I have heard you call, wanted to sail upon your walls since I was three feet tall, you've seen it all, you've seen it all. Watch the man who rode you, 
switch from sails to steam and in your belly you hold the treasure you have ever seen most of them dream most of them dream yes i am a pirate oh my wow. god are you kidding me years too late the cannons don't thunder there's nothing to plunder i'm an early 40 victim of fate arriving too for the I have been drunk now. <laughs> I've done a bit of smuggling. I run my share of grass. I've made enough money to buy Miami, but I pissed it away so fast. Never meant to last. Never meant to last. I mean, it's so incredibly good, and like, you you can strip that song down even more than it already has been, and it still has a lot of weight to it. You it know? is so stunning how like heavy a song that is. Yeah. yeah, there's like there's so much to that. Yeah, uh, it's so crazy. Isn't that good though? It's incredible. I, wow, that blows me away. I saw that. I was just shocked. Wow. It's amazing. I, I can't believe that. That's <laughs> stunning. Because I'm they, away. they they took it, they kept it fairly stripped down, and they modernized it with the killer's sound. Yes. Which I love. I, I love that band so much. Yeah. And they did they just knocked it out of the park. They did a great job. Yeah. yeah. Wow. The killers. The What's killers. the lead singer of the killer's name? Brandon Flowers. Yes, Brandon Flowers. Yes. We I thought to be honest, I thought that I thought he was British. <laughs> a lot of people do, I really? think. Yeah, he's from Vegas. That's he's so he's a, he's a Vegas boy. Oh wow, <laughs> that is so funny. So uh, um, yeah, that's that's a bit of a uh, bit of Buffett news. That's incredible. I have a little bit of Buffett news as well. Um, uh, it, that blew me away though. <laughs> so that's so good. Good for them. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, it, as far as other Buffett news, uh, the new Margaritaville in Houston opened on Friday. How great! <laughs> Oh, Houston, another hot spot. Houston, another <laughs> hot spot. Uh, one of the biggest hot spots in the country for the coronavirus. The Margaritaville, which is a resort that has a water park and everything. Yep. Yep. It's fully open. Um, Wonderful. That's that's so exciting. Check good that for, out. Good for them. <laughs> yeah, um, check that out. Go right now. <laughs> enjoy yourselves. So Nothing crazy. to worry about. Be careful, please. <laughs> um, uh, he also penned a letter to a lot of his fans about he was supposed to go play the Grand Ole Opry. Yes. With Mac uh, and Brad Paisley. Yes, they were going to live stream it too, I they think. They were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but uh, they, he posted a letter to all Opry fans. I would just like to say how disappointed I am th- that because of circumstances with recent spikes in COVID-19, I had to postpone my trip to Nashville to play with Mac and Brad Paisley. Mm-hmm. I've loved the Grand Ole Opry since the days I covered shows at the Ryman as a billboard reporter on Music Row in the early 70s before I moved to Margaritaville. As soon as it's safe for me to travel back to Music City and meet up with Mac and Brad, I will come play for you. Can't wait. Uh, see you then and keep your fins up, JB. There you go. So thanks, Jimmy. And one more piece of Buffett news from me. Which okay. I texted you about. I watched yes. the Beach Bum again recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were texting about that sometime last week, right? Yeah, sometime last week. I think I watched it on Wednesday. <laughs> um, no, no. I, I want to know before you dive in, what drove you to want to watch that again? So I have a friend, uh, my buddy Joe Shrizzulo. He does this thing called the uh, uh, like Quarantine Movie Club where okay. you join a Slack channel and then everyone starts a movie at the same time and you comment on the Slack as you're watching okay, it. Okay, fun. And he said, I'm watching the Beach Bum. And I actually haven't been to a single one of his movie nights uh-huh. for the whole quarantine. I've been busy every other night. And I was like, I'm making it <laughs> to, to Beach Bum because I got so he, he chose Beach Bum. He chose Beach okay. Bum. OK. Everyone was so mad. <laughs> um, and uh, it is. Oh, so I watched it again. And it's a wild, wild, wild movie. It's insane. It's, it's such crazy. an insane movie. Do you, so, like, that's your second time? That's my second time watching it. Okay, what, what were your takeaways? Well, it truly feels like a fever dream. Yeah, it yeah. It feels yeah. absurd. Uh-huh. Uh, but I really loved it, <laughs> and I think I like it more and more every time I see it. Um, it's, it is upsetting, obviously. Yeah. Um, but something that I noticed is that in the Jimmy Buffett scene, he mentions that he had a buddy in Vietnam. Um, yes. That he, like, fought in Vietnam or something. Right. And I was looking back because I even waited for the credits. I kind of pinned that in my mind. And then I was like, is he playing himself? And then in the movie, it says that he's playing himself. Even yeah. though Snoop Dogg is playing a, um, uh, a rapper named Lounger Ray. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so I was like, that's interesting. That's weird. And so I was like, I'm pretty sure that Jimmy Buffett did not fight the Vietnam War. Yeah, no. And he didn't. Uh-huh. Uh, I found a quote from him. Um about because he was in college at the time of the Vietnam War and he posted a thing uh, he said in, in an interview somewhere my heart had stayed in New Orleans so I went through the motions of being a student but the war was the big pickle and my student deferment that amazing get out of jail free pass was all that kept me from trading my guitar for a gun if you flunked out of school you were drafted if you graduated same thing it became the game of the decade to try and figure out how to beat the selective service process Okay. So it was like a bunch of people staying in school to get out of going to war. Guys, so he was kind of trying to like game the system a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so he was like that super senior that was like, nope, I got to keep going. Yeah. I got a couple more credits. So th- so there is a world in which he did go. Uh, there could have been. There could have yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. There's one of the parallel timeline as Jimmy Buffett <laughs> fought in Vietnam. We got to do an episode in the Jimmy Buffett multiverse at oh, some point. Oh, my God. <laughs> we have to talk about the Jimmy Buffett multiverse. Um, uh, but, yeah, so it's very clear that he did not go. Yes. So my question is, why did he lie? And I clearly improvised that line. I th- yeah, because that, like, that whole movie, for the most part, was improvised. It's mostly improvised, and you can obviously tell. Yeah. Um, and my question is why he did that. Um, and I was just wanted to pose that to anyone who knows. <laughs> uh, maybe tweet at us, ParrotheadPod on Twitter, ParrotheadPodcast at gmail.com. We've been asking a lot of Jimmy Buffett recently. We need answers to a bunch of things. We need a lot of we answers. A, he, he, he still has not, I, I don't believe, tweeted anything about Black Lives Matter. He has not, and that's, Which that's is upsetting. really upset me, really yes, disappointed yes. me. Now this, this Vietnam thing. 
He's got he's got to speak out. We need uh, we need answers. Yeah. Well, you know, he is on. He he did go on Watch What Happens Live. Him, Indy Cohen, and Deborah Messing were all together on Watch What Happens Live. What? <laughs> and I actually have a clip from it because I believe they start talking about. Uh, um, they start talking about uh, like all that stuff. This was on Buffett News as well, so you can see all the links. But there's the the first one that I sent you, Ryan, um, is. Uh, him and Deborah Messing and Andy Cohen talking, and they start talking about protests and supporting people. Uh, and I didn't fully get through it because I thought we'd listen to it together and I could see okay, perfect. if he actually says something. Hey, everybody, it's the after show. We got Deborah Messing. Her new podcast is called The Dissenters. It's now available with new episodes every Thursday. Next episode, she's got Adam Schiff. That's awesome. Jimmy Buffett's new album is called Life on the Flip Side, available now. He just performed uh, Hey, That's My Wave. I loved it. <laughs> Jimmy, how's your buddy Kygo uh, doing? And are you two going to collaborate again at all? Uh, yes, actually, he did a, a, a charity show uh, uh, online virtual about a week ago, and uh, I did a couple of songs with him on that and did a couple of interviews. And uh, yeah, when he's in, he's still, he's in Norway, so... We're kind of working on some things and yeah it's, it's it's all we're still looking at you know everybody's waiting to go back to work and we were supposed to do the abitha festival together that was going to be our surprise Whoa. appearance you know in late september but you know that's I, crazy wow. i'm gonna play I, I, I want to do that one <laughs> wow that sounds really fun um deborah how many episodes have you done of the podcast so far well i just just noodling on the twenty for the season, and we have done all but one. Wow. Yeah, What's never just keep talking. Favorite episode so far. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> that's really hard. Um, Glennon Doyle was incredible. Um, uh, Schuler Bailar is amazing. The first trans. And NCAA Division One. Jimmy, athlete. stop! Wow. It's so rude. Stop. Yeah. I mean, have you always been this politically engaged as you are now? I mean, you you, you certainly on Twitter and social media are very. You know, you you've been you're you're an activist. Have, have you always been this way? Um, not not when I was young. I think it was after graduate school when my my uh, teacher died of AIDS when he was forty one. Wow. And I think, you know, that started my activism for, you know, helping eradicate HIV. And then obviously, I think the last five years, uh, especially the last three and a half years, my activism has really just, you know. Where'd you go to grad school, by the way? Uh, NYU. I got wow. my master's in acting. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Rhode Island. Wow. I grew up next to a farm. I used to go over and watch the horses being born. I lived on four acres with pine trees. And my father took a two by four and put it across a swamp and then put up a, a sign that said Gilligan's Island. And my brother <laughs> and I would play out there for hours. I love <laughs> Jimmy, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Mobile, Alabama on the Gulf Coast. Wow. Yeah. Jimmy, I was a junior miss. You were a junior miss. I <laughs> I play I played the junior miss pageant for the breakfast when Diane Sawyer was America's junior miss. Wow. Yeah. Way. Yeah. That's amazing. I played California Dreaming and it was kind oh, of yeah, it was a kind of weird hippie song in those days for Mobile, but I got away with it. 
Amazing. Wow. Yeah. So you were junior. Were you Miss Rhode Island? I was. Really? Yep. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. And it was not a beauty pageant. It was scholastic. And, and you had to be a senior in high school. And the person who won got $25,000 towards college. Wow. Well, I mean, clearly, if you and Diane Sawyer both won, clearly yeah. it's about women of substance. Was now did Trump Silence. produce it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I remember. I you know I hosted some beauty pageants for Donald Trump, and it was when he used to come survey the contestants. It was oh very creepy. You can imagine. I can I I can see it. Yes. Unfortunately, I can see it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can too. Anyway, uh, everybody, Whoa. subscribe okay. to Deborah's podcast. Get there Jimmy's you album. Uh, so that's what we got. Being political. Yes. Yes. That uh, is funny though. Him. So, I, I wonder if he knew that he was on. I don't think he did <laughs> because if you watch the clip, you can tell. So he's he's noodling on the guitar a yeah, little bit yeah. for like thirty seconds, and then you can see him. And like kind of like perk up like he got a text or something that said we can hear you and then he just stopped it's <laughs> so funny it's very funny it's really good so that's my jimmy buffett news <laughs> um, what a strange how did that happen that, i don't understand that who who says okay we got deborah messing who else do we want as your second guest yeah he says jimmy buffett. jimmy buffett let's get buffett and messing together <laughs> <laughs> the, the infamous duo. Oh um, man. Uh, anyways, yeah. So there we go. Jimmy's still moving and grooving. So he good is. For him. Yeah. Um, Ryan, is are, is there anything you're listening to right now? Um, the news. Have you listened to the new uh, Phoebe Bridgers? Yeah, I have. It's very good. Yes. It's yeah. Very yeah. Good. Oh it's my god, good. it's so good. There's a song that I really like called Kyoto. Oh, which I want to give a listen to this right now. This is the kind of album that I would put on and then I uh, kind of trance out and I don't know a single name of any of the songs. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way, but then this one, it, it just clocked yeah. for me and I went back to it. I got to do it. Uh, it's very good. So let's wow. give it a little listen. Okay, let's do it. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Day off in Kyoto. Love a horn. I love a horn. You love a, a horn, Ryan. <laughs> Give me a break. Success for the freak show on the weekend. So I've been driving out to the suburbs to park at the good world, stare at the chemtrails with my little bro. 
good. It's such so a good, good album. God, it's so good. Where are we? Okay, the mixer crapped out for a second, but we're doing good. Oh, okay, good. all right, we're good. It's it's a great song, great album. Um, yeah, it's it's like her first album was spot on, really great. This yeah. album just kind of amplifies everything a bit more. It's just a more full sound. God. Uh, it's really really good. She's amazing, Phoebe Bridgers. You gotta check her out if you don't know. She's perfect, reflexive music. Yes. Yes. Reflexive, reflective. I get it. Reflexive. <laughs> yeah. If you listen to her, your 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 knee will just your, your leg will just start kicking out of nowhere. Yeah, your leg was just popping <laughs> left and right, <laughs> and I couldn't control it. Just and can it hurt can all over. Of my accident. That's it right. hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what well, about you? So what funny. are you What are you listening to? Right uh, now? Ryan, you know I've been going all over the place. <laughs> um, there is we're uh, uh, I would say we're in uncharted territories um, uh, with what I'm listening to, we're spanning decades in a single day. You know Great. what I mean? It's going all over the place. Yes. But one that I have found, I've gotten on a huge Isley Brothers kick. Ooh, okay. I don't know if you listen to a lot of the Isley Brothers. Not much. You probably heard their big song, Shout. Yes. From the 60s or 50s, whatever that came from, uh, at every wedding. But they have this like crazy career that goes like four or five decades. Like, okay. They're, and they went all over the place. Um, but they have a cover of uh, the Seals and Crofts song, Summer Breeze. Okay. That is just about the sexiest song I've ever heard. <laughs> um, and there's another, there's a couple songs. I would also recommend Voyage to Atlantis. That's one that I'm loving uh, very intensely. Uh, and there's other ones here and there. But Summer Breeze by the Isley Brothers feels appropriate for us. Beautiful. Um, and I think it's one of the best covers of all time. Okay, really? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, and I think you're going to love it. So uh, we got to listen to it for a little bit. It's a little long, but w- at least we got to at least get to... Uh, some of that verse. Yes, absolutely. So, um, let's let's go for it. Summer breeze by the Isley Brothers. Let's give it a listen. <laughs> Ooh. That's it. Get ready. It's sexy as hell, man. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you're gonna start blushing. I tell you what. <laughs> Get ready. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Just like that, I'm shirtless. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy. No, 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 no. All in my mind. breeze makes me Evening on a Friday night. 
like 30 seconds yes because this ernie isley is the guitarist and he's here we go crazy one that's um, i mean like like that's the perfect example of just milking it but in a good way oh absolutely you know and just being like full in your own full form like you know in someone else's uh like taking something from someone else and making it completely your own they, they took like a pretty pretty you know standard song fine it's a, a fine, a fine song. song but then they turn into this six minute power ballad jam <laughs> craziness. Crazy. And Ernie Isley is the guitarist. Uh-huh. Um, and the story goes is that he is the only person who Jimi Hendrix taught to play the guitar. Really? Yeah. And you can hear it in that. Yes. I mean, you're like, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. But that's the rumor is that Jimi wow. Hendrix had one student and it was Ernie Isley. <laughs> Oh, um, good. I know. It's It truly is getting me through a lot right now. Oh, my That's great. God. And a, a, a quick shout out to our uh, our buddies, the Rad Trads, as well. I don't know if you noticed that, but they released they recently released their newest EP, which Ooh. is called 99 in October. No, I hadn't seen um, it. Yeah, you got to check it out. I just wanted to shout them out. We don't necessarily have to listen to them, but they're amazing. Uh, and if you want to hear it, uh, 99 October is their new EP. We love the and Rad it's Trads. It's really good, and it's really well produced. Shout out to him. Shout Huge out to the fans. Rat Trads. So good. Um, so, yeah. Uh, man. Oh, so what good. a lot. We, what I, a lot we got going what on. What a huh? lot we got going on. And we're transitioning into pet sounds. <laughs> and now we're doing pet sounds. Now we're doing pet sounds. You all knew this is what was going to happen. We had a lot to catch up on. We yes. don't skim on that. No. And now we got to go review a full album. That's <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We're giving you what you want. That's right. Everyone wants to hear a good two-hour Parrothead podcast. <laughs> Everyone, they say, hey, make them longer. <laughs> well, you got it. People Whatever stop me you on want. the street. They say, why aren't your, uh, why aren't your podcast uh, so long? <laughs> they need to be so long. Oh, my gosh. So Pet Sounds. Yes, let's the, do it. The uh, just incredible, incredible album from the Beach Boys, 1966. Um, yeah. A lot of people uh, credit this as being one of, if not the best album of all time. Yes. It is constantly on uh, people's top lists. Uh, yeah. Rolling Stones, number, Time Magazine. Number two on Rolling Stones. Time Magazine, I think yeah, number yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's all over the place. People yeah. love this album. Uh, I would love to know, Patrick, what your relationship is to this album did you listen to yeah. it growing up in the house like what was going on we didn't really listen to it growing up in the house very much but i went into a very very full pet sounds uh phase yeah 
in probably 2014 or 15. Okay. I got obsessed with it. I would listen to it driving around everywhere. Uh-huh. I used to drive at night. I used to go at night to uh, the PCH. Yeah. And I used to literally put on Pet Sounds and drive from Santa Monica up to Malibu and listen to Pet Sounds. <laughs> okay, great. What was I going through? We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> you said that phase in life where you drive around in your car by yourself at night listening to old music. Exactly. Yeah, I've been yeah, there, yeah. of and, course. And it's also this feeling of like, I'm in LA, yep. I'm a beach boy. You I'm know what be- I mean? I'm like, a beach boy. I'm going to listen to the beach boys by the beach. I've never had an opportunity to do that, and I'm doing that now. <laughs> um, I'm going to look at the twinkling lights of the. Uh, the merry-go-round or sure. the, the Ferris wheel at the, yep. the Santa Monica Pier and yep. listen yep. to Sloop John B. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what we're going to do tonight. <laughs> and I'm going to analyze that I'm, you know, what's going on. No, I'm no. not going to think about my feelings. I'm going to think about the Beach Boys. Yeah, that's all you need to do because you're you in your early 20s. Exactly. Um, so that's what I was up to. and But it became a really important album for me. Yeah. Like, I feel like it was so good and cathartic. Uh, and as I was listening to it today, I can kind of pinpoint what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because I think, and we'll talk about this a little bit. I want to highlight this now. It's the most bombastic visceral music with the saddest, most personally introspective lyrics. Yes. And so it's like, you're like the words, the verbalizations are about emotions and not knowing what's going on and wanting to cry. <laughs> but the music is like, Wee! like it's like so exciting and fun. Yeah. And that's, I think, what your early 20s is. Sure. It's like real existential ennui and uh-huh. uh, emotional upsetness. And then and also, you're around like so much fun and going to parties and like having a blast. Putting up a front to a certain extent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So Definitely. that's my relationship for it, but uh, to it. But I found uh, a real connection to it. Yeah. Um, what about you, Ryan? You know, I, I I grew up listening to the Beach Boys, but a lot of the, the you know, like uh, like top 10 hits and stuff like that, um, which this, this album has a couple of, but not uh, a ton of. It doesn't have like the crazy super duper poppy beach boy songs right so this album kind of went past me for a long time and to be honest i don't think i've ever really listened to it all the way through okay uh up until this week uh when i don't know i just got into a beach boys mood and that's why i texted you yesterday we've never done a beach boys buffet buddies oh wow let's give it a listen so i'm fairly new to this album as a whole, really? Yes. Wow. Yes. And oh, this is exciting. It's it's very exciting, and yeah, I yeah. I like it a lot. And I think the reason that I never gravitated towards it is because, you know, like when I started getting into music, everyone was crediting Pet Sounds as being like you know their fra- favorite album, the right. best album, and it just never felt accessible to me yes. because it was put on this high pedestal. Right. It's like oh I. That's something that I need to like sit down and listen to and really think about. Right, and it was right. it just felt like this big thing to me. Uh, and I've just been kind of throwing it on in the background a little bit and just slowly absorbing it. And uh, it's been really, really great. It's incredible. Especially now being able to listen to it while in quarantine, while yeah. I have so much free time, yeah, has been, I think, the way to do it. I would also say that. I feel like this is potentially not only uh, one of the best albums of all time, but maybe the best quarantine album of all time. Yeah. Cause it is the feeling for me, it's like the connection of like, 
I want to go out. I want to go crazy versus like, well, I actually don't even have much stamina to be outside anymore. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's just like uh, the dichotomy between everyone. Definitely. Um, I think it's amazing. I wanted to say real quick before we get into the album. Yeah. Uh, any connections to Jimmy? Yes. Um, and I did find one. Ooh, okay. Um, which is that I believe in 1998, um, Brian Wilson had an album called Imagination. Uh-huh. And Jimmy Buffett was on it with the song South American. Ooh, okay. Um, and it's a, it's a Brian Wilson, Jimmy Buffett uh, combo. And so Jimmy Buffett, I mean, of course, is influenced by uh, Pet Sounds. It's definitely a large, full sound, just like Jimmy is. Yep. Yeah, I think this is a, a very interesting duet, to say the least. Let's give it a listen. Yeah. You can hear literally both of their sounds in this. Yes. We've we've talked about the song. We have, haven't we? I think we we have. Yeah, yeah. Do we talk about this on the the Buffett uh, Battle of the Bands? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's funny. It sounds like two different styles fighting each other in a song. <laughs> it's a war. <laughs> I know. It is so funny that I uh, we've also listened to this. I feel like that's a, a real moment of where I became my dad because my dad will pick up books at like the airport, like a John Grisham novel, uh-huh. and he'll get like eighty pages in and be like, "I've already read this one," <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I did with this song. I've already it's so we've already done funny. this one. Uh, it's I, it's, it's yeah. funny to imagine. Uh, uh, Jimmy and Brian recording together because Brian is such a perfectionist. Yes, and uh, it seems like a bit of a control freak. I bet Jimmy's like, whatever you think, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I I got all day. I'll do whatever you want. This will be fun. Let's just hang it's out. It's just fun, man. I'm just having a good time. Brian's man. like, I got 15 minutes. We're gonna get this done. We're gonna get it done fast. <laughs> just follow my lead. It'll all be okay. <laughs> it's really funny. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, it's really uh, it's really great. I actually also found this weird little blog that was called, um, which we might need to store, like get into this a little bit more. It's a WordPress called the Brothers Buffett. Ooh. And it's a guy that goes, I know squat about music and Jack squat about investing. So I'm taking every Warren Buffett letter and every Jimmy Buffett album and breaking them down one a week for 32 weeks. <laughs> Plus minus 32. It's a really crazy. It's a cra- I don't know when this happened, but he, he was writing about Floridays and this song came up. He was like, I went, I guess he was, he was listening to BWRG, which is, I think another, uh, Brian Wilson album. Um, 
I went back and dabbled a bit in Wilson's other solo project, Among Them Imagination, his forgettable 1998 and true first modern era solo album. And what the hell do I find? Track three, South American, written by Brian Wilson, Jim, Joe Thomas, Jimmy Buffett. I kid you not, JB managed to not only A, insert himself into the tentative first steps of Brian Wilson's public recovery from decades of mental illness and psychotropic <laughs> drug addiction, oh but B, insert himself into one of my few musical bastions I thought sacred and safe from, safe from the likes of Buffett. <laughs> I swear Jimmy is the wandering Gulf Coast Zelig, spewing trite lyrics and other novelty song awful through everything I've ever held dear. Next I'll find out that his Caribbean lifestyle influenced Coppola's approach to the Cuban subplot in The Godfather Part 2. Oh my god. And his beachfront antics shaped the character of the Bluth family in Arrested Development. <laughs> like, yeah, all right, pal. <laughs> Chill out. I don't know who you are. Wow. I like to give voice to other people who are talking about Jimmy Buffett, though, so I wanted to bring that up. That's wonderful. <laughs> like, this guy, which is how we feel. We're like, how did this guy show up? <laughs> how is Jimmy here now? <laughs> my favorite thing about our boy. All right. Let's pet finally sounds. listen to Pet Sounds. Let's finally listen to Pet Sounds. <gasps> Somebody found this album because they love this episode because they love Pet Sounds. Yes. They're like, what is it happening? What's happening? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Who is Bodie? Who is Bagels? <laughs> Who is Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> Track one, Wouldn't It Be Nice? Oh, yeah, we know this one. This is a, a stone cold classic of an album oh, opener. Oh, my God. This what is a way to one start. One of the best album openers of all time, I would say. Yeah, this is so great. And I'll tell you when the album starts. <laughs> It's the bump. It's, it's the big bump. It's the thump. Here we go. Ready? Okay, ready? Let's do it. I, th I think this part should be its own track. Like I agree. intro, prelude, yes. and then <laughs> track there two. Nice <laughs> <laughs> this song starts seconds. on the thud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this song starts on the fucking thud, man. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I also, I want to know if you think there's any more famous thud in history <laughs> than that one. I love the thud. The famous thud. There's one more thud I can think of. I don't think I have any off the top of my head. Okay. A famous thud. Okay, you go. What do you got? Uh, I will always love you, Whitney Houston. <laughs> Boom. 
and I, yeah. That's pretty good. That's, That's pretty the good. only other famous thought I can think of. <laughs> if you know a famous thought, do the hashtag famous thought challenge. <laughs> or create your own famous thought. Create your own. <laughs> take, take any song, take any song and add a thud to it. Send it to <laughs> us. Send it to us. <laughs> it could be any thud. It could be uh, you dropping a book off of your bed. Yeah, and you know what? We'll even guess the thud. We'll guess the thud. <laughs> This go this conversation goes into my theory that quarantine makes everyone act like we've all ha- had a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like we're all like literally s- surviving brain damage right now because the things we talk about and the things we do are insane. Oh yeah. So if you have a famous thud and you want us to guess the thud, send it in to Paradise Pod on Twitter, ParadisePodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to guess the thud. It's the hashtag guess the thud. Guess challenge. the thud challenge. Put it into any song. <laughs> It's really easy to do. I can send you a quick tutorial if you need it. Okay, we'll we'll, um, we'll, we'll try. I'll sing a song and you add a thud. Okay, go, okay. Okay. Wait. Okay, and you can get and you guys can guess. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Hold on. Yeah. No, not yet. Okay. One second. Let me get the thud. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Patrick. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a famous thud that comes at the end of a yeah, song. Yeah, that was a surprise <laughs> thud. Was a surprise thud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually, uh, uh, that thud was a bit of a, um, an echo <laughs> at the end. Um, if you guys can guess what that thud was, uh, I will send you $25,000. <laughs> there you go. No, that I'll, I'll spoil that for you. That was a book. <laughs> the book? Can you guess? If you can guess the book from the sound of it. Then you get $25,000. <laughs> But I'll tell you, it was the book is The Compton Cowboys, The New Generation of Cowboys in America's Urban Heartland by Walter Thompson Hernandez. Beautiful. It's a great book, so <laughs> check it out. Good stuff. So that's track one. So that's one. <laughs> you guys are in for a real roller coaster. This is a wild one today. We're off the rails. Off the out. rails. Uh, I, I also wanted to point out that I think in terms of song composition, yes. Brian Williams is unparalleled maybe maybe a musician that might have come close would be like freddie mercury yes um but just there are so many layers to every single beach boys song um but it never feels too busy mm-hmm. it never feels overproduced no. it feels like just perfect and he did a lot of these fairly on the spot like in the room yeah he was improvising a lot and also he had he was bringing in crazy things i mean there's a lot about the recording of this album yeah. have you ever seen the movie love and mercy no it's a that's a good one to check out they talk a lot about pet Did, sounds in that um is that the one that paul dano it's paul plays? dano and, yeah. and john cusack yeah okay, and they yeah. both play brian wilson at different ages that's in their right life. that's right and it's worth it if it's worth seeing i think i think it's really good um but it's it's an interesting one because yeah it's uh they the studio like musicians were like what's going on here like w- truly what's happening yeah because he just had this idea and he yeah it, it it doesn't feel overproduced but it's incredibly highly produced yes like he put a lot in there so for it not to feel overproduced is crazy yeah he created a full new thing amazing um which is why i'm trying to do that too and i added an airplane into this <laughs> podcast recording it's a very expensive you could have just yeah. told me i would have added it in post yeah, i paid for the pilot i paid for the plane it's a whole 747 yeah it's a 747 i paid for everyone to get on that flight <laughs> <laughs> Because I needed the plane to be full. It wouldn't sound sure. like a real plane if it wasn't full. Of course, everyone knows that the more people in a plane, the louder it gets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, track two, You Still Believe in Me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. Heartbreaker. Let's this give it a, a listen. One. 
This is what I, I to me it sounds like. Uh, I imagine the second you die, this is the sound. <laughs> Big part. Ready? That's also one of the best false endings of all time. <laughs> <in this. laughs> Here we go. It's coming up. There's so many things happening in the I background know. of this song. See you guys later. I'm done. Oh wait, there's more. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. I've heard. Uh, I heard two things that would be on a on a children's tricycle in the song. Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a a bell bike and there's a bell uh, there's a, a, a bike horn and a bike horn. Absolutely. I know it is so crazy to think about. Uh, the the mind that was like this will all work together yeah it's unbelievable it's crazy pants yeah. it's really really nuts yeah uh that's not me track three yeah that's not me let's give it a listen all right that's not me i wanted to show how independent i'd grown now but that's not me
That's not me, baby. That's not me. You know, this is also, I was thinking about, this is right around the time that uh, uh, Charles Manson was living in Dennis Wilson's house. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Charles Manson and his girls uh, lived in uh, Dennis Wilson, Brian Wilson's brother's house. I know he, like, hopped around a lot. Yeah, he hopped around a lot. He was living there for a while. I think that was six, 66 or 67. Uh-huh. Uh, and then... Uh, Dennis Wilson kicked him out because the girls kept giving him STDs. Oh, well, there you Okay. <laughs> I mean, I suppose or it's a good STIs, reason. To, as we say it now. Because <laughs> um, it's a good reason to be kicked out? I think it is. I think it's means for termination. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah. But, yeah, this album is incredible. It's it's building. You can feel yeah, it yeah. building. It's just slowly, slowly, yeah. slowly ramping up. And you have to think, it's so wild to think about how there was nothing that sounded like this. Yeah, uh, and there isn't anything that sounded like this after. So for them to take this huge leap, yeah, away from there, I mean, because it's kind of uncomfortable and wild and weird and unsettling sometimes. And so to and take a leap from like a uh, surfer girl or whatever, yes, like crazy. no, yeah, absolutely. And like also, I was gonna say that this uh, sort of the thought process behind making an album is not the same as it was back then. So like. Yeah. There's a lot, like you can tell, there was a lot of thought put into the track listing here because there's a side A and side B of yeah. the LP when it came out in the 60s. Uh, that's just not, I don't feel like that's the same anymore. No. And like also, albums come out now, there's just like pretty much a series of singles. Like yeah. you, you'll get like eight singles and then you'll get like the last three songs when the album finally comes out, you right. know? So uh, there's something to be said about that and just the care and attention put into every single detail here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, don't talk. Put your head on my shoulder. Oh yeah. Wait, are you? Is that the song? Or are you no, I, I want you. I want you to put your head on my shoulder. <laughs> Stop talking. I know we're supposed to social distance, but Stop talking. I just put need your head, your head on my shoulder right here. <laughs> and then I'll play the song. It's right. <laughs> This is another like what are we what are we doing here? I know, this is a wild one. And I can see so much in your eyes. There are words we both could say. But don't just it's so so so, like thought-provoking and slow and just it's he's he's not he's not making this album for a studio you know what i mean he's just making this album for himself he's just like taking like like when this album came out um 
I think it only hit number 10 yeah, in the it didn't, U.S. didn't kill. Yeah. Didn't crush. And then it, w- it wasn't only until after that it really became yeah, this yeah, big yeah. thing. Um, it's so interesting, too. I think uh, this song, this album, and that song specifically, uh, great music, and everyone should uh, appreciate it for what it is. But if you're on a date and your date sings any of these as a karaoke song, that, <laughs> I would say, is a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give a heads up. I don't want to let everyone know that. <laughs> great music, probably scary karaoke. <laughs> It's important to recognize that. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine it's like 2 a.m. and you're in like a very sticky karaoke bar in K-Town. Yeah. (laughs) And your date's like, this one's for you. (laughs) I can hear you. (laughs) Slowly back away. (laughs) Don't talk. Put your hand on my shoulder. (laughs) Yeah. Get out of Brass Monkey. Right then. Run. I'm waiting for the day. All right. I'm waiting for <laughs> the day. These are these also seem like little catchphrases that people say. <laughs> like just like conversation fillers. Yeah. I'm waiting for the day. This is a good one. I came along when he broke your heart. That's when you needed someone to help forget about me. I gave you love with a brand new star. That's what you needed the most to set your broken heart free. I know you cried and you felt blue. But when I could, I gave strength to you. I'm waiting for the day when you can love again. Huge drums. I kissed your lips when your face looked sad. It made me think about him and that you still loved him so. Didn't you know? But pretty soon I made you feel glad that you belonged to me. And love began to show. He hurt you then, but that's all. I guess I'm saying you're the only one I'm waiting for the day when you can love I'm waiting for the day when you can love again It's so good So good Yeah, this is uh, truly um, Uh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> My brain is quarantine brain. It slowly start melting. Yeah, this is truly uh, uh, uh Yeah, it's just so great. I mean, uh, th- it's that's like those are like big timpanis, right? Like yeah. those aren't like yeah. that's not a bass drum. That's no. like a gigantic. He's just going for it. He's just going He's for it. He's just going for it. This is great. What's our what's the Paradise podcast version of this? How could we how could we do this with our podcast? Our pet sounds. <sighs> well, <laughs> Ryan, it's a simple question. How do we pet sounds our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I think we've been doing it since day one. <laughs> we have we put a lot in there information wise. Yes. I was gonna say we could go to a place where a lot of other people are talking at once as well. Sure. And that would kind of fill out the sound. And I think reception wise it's the exact same. This is not a thing that killed when it first came out. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, I I think uh, give it another four years, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think people are gonna catch on. People are gonna realize this was the most artistically innovative podcast of all time. A true masterpiece. It's true. <laughs> A true masterpiece. Incredible. <laughs> Um, what's our next track, Rye Guy? Let's go away for a while. <laughs> no, let's listen to the song. No, I think we should go away for a while. <laughs> In fact, no, Ryan, come back. See you later. Ryan, come back. Ryan, we have a song to listen okay, to. Okay, okay. Only because we have to listen to Let's Go Away All for right. a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Is this the instrumental? The one of two instrumentals? Uh, I think it is, yeah. I love these so much. Because then Pet Sounds is also an instrumental. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think this is the first instrumental. I could yeah. be wrong, but I this think this is a good it. one. Let's give it a this listen. This is his banana wind. That's right. Meet you at the end. Meet you, Meet at, you the at the end. end. Meet you at the end. Yes. Okay. This is a really good this one. This might be my favorite. Ooh. My challenge for you for this Let's Go Away a While for, the, for this listen is to stare at one thing the entire song. <laughs> <laughs> It can be out the window, it can just be at the wall. Just think about that thing. <laughs> Don't do this if you're driving. So Patrick, I want you to tell me what you've been staring at and tell me what you think about it. So I stared at um the uh the spout for the hose uh-huh. that is at the back of your house. Yes. And um and then when the I was staring at the handle, the green handle, and I was thinking about all the people that have turned that handle. Uh and then uh when the kind of tone shifted to that I kind of my eyes wandered and I noticed the the spout itself, the faucet. Yeah. And I started thinking about the faucet. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah, and it was beautiful. And I was thinking about utilities and sure. the selflessness of a utility. Yeah, you know, yeah. And how we use it up. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ryan? So we have a tree in our backyard. Uh, it's a very old tree, but it still can't stand on its own. Mm-hmm. It's just weak. <laughs> And it's being held up by a wooden post. And I was focusing on that wooden post. And uh, uh, throughout the course of the song, I went through a lot of emotions while staring at the post. Uh, I started off really, really uh, just loving the post for what it is. Yeah. And uh, the support that it gives our stupid, weak little tree. (laughs) But then I shifted... Uh, into really, really disliking the post. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I feel that it's a crutch for the tree. 
Oh, wow. I feel that if the uh, post was not there, the tree would flourish. Uh, just for uh, uh, for some frame of reference for you, Patrick, that tree has been there for probably 10 years. <laughs> no way. Really? Way, way. Really? And it just, it's just not, it's barely a tree. Yeah. It's a, it's a tall bush. Yeah. So. Well, and you know what I would say about that is that you can clearly tell where it started growing. Yes. And then it kind of started going crooked. And Probably. that's when you guys yep. put the post. Yep. And then you can tell that the tree grew along the post. Yes. And now it's growing to the right of the post. Yes. So it, it, it leaned on the post entirely, uh-huh. took up the post, and now it's going to need more support. Yes. Because it's going in that direction. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's definitely a metaphor for life i think you're right yeah wow so we got a lot done we kind of cleared up a lot mentally yeah we did i feel i feel empty now (laughs) (laughs) well let's fill you back up with uh some sloop john b i love this song. this might be my favorite one on this is the funniest song on the album it is funny and you know why that's why i love it it's very funny let's give it a listen we'll talk about it let's do it we come on favorite part of the song. It's such a good song. It's so fun. Just about a uh, a trip gone awry. It is, you know, Just and we've all been go, there. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and, but another day. another yeah. song that's that feeling of like a really happy, fun song that's actually about something awful. Yes. I was like, God, this is awful. I just want to go home. I know. 
Which is a funny, the true feeling of being on vacation in like a wonderful place. Yes. And you want to go home, but everything around you is so happy. Yes. It's too much. It's too much. It's, it's too, much. too much. And feeling like you have to force yourself to be a part of that environment. Yes. A part of that happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's what we talked about at the beginning. It's putting up a front. Yes, yeah. I know. It's putting up a front. But that uh, that verse, it just makes me laugh so much. The poor cook, he caught the fits and threw away all my grits. <laughs> and then he <laughs> and then he took and he ate up all of my corn. Let me go home. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they let me go home? This is the worst trip I've ever been on. <laughs> it just sounds like an angsty teenager's journal. <laughs> yeah, it is. And also, why did the cook eat his grits? I don't that know. Sucks. That's a uh, that's that's not that's not a very nice cook. No, that's rude as hell. That's Sorry. rude as hell. You I'm having some my, mask troubles? Turning my mask upside down. <laughs> Because I posted that photo on uh, our social media of us together. Yes. Uh, and somebody said, cover your nose. <laughs> and I've been having trouble with this mask. Yeah, I'm not even going to help you. You're just. No, you can't help me. <laughs> there you go. There, we did it. We did I it. I think it was on Upside Down. Oh, okay. Well, that'll do so it. We're going to be okay. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I was going to say too, Ryan, uh, the Beach Boys historically... Uh, their father was their manager and he was awful. Ooh, I did not know that. He was really, really terrible and he sold their music Uh without telling them for very, very cheap, Uh which is why you can hear them uh, a lot. Like everywhere. Yeah, you hear them on commercials and you hear them everywhere. Yeah. Um, And uh, it had me thinking maybe we could buy the rights to Sloop John B. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) What do you think it costs? Like a hundred bucks? Yeah, probably $125. (laughs) That's probably what I got. Theme song for the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very confusing. Very confusing. Very, very confusing. Um, Up next, we have one of, if not maybe the saddest song. God only knows. Oh God. This one is a rough one. Yeah, this one's sad. This one's very sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's give it a listen. Everyone, get ready. Everyone, get ready. We're gonna ruin your day. (laughs) Hey, we're about to ruin your day. love you but long as there are stars above you you never need to doubt it I'll make you so sure about it God only knows what I'd be without you if you should ever leave me will life would still go on believe me show nothing to me so what good would living do me God only knows what I'd be without you
God only so knows. Good. So good. Shout out to codependent relationships. Yes. <laughs> the healthiest of all relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> At oh. least you got somebody else in there with that's you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, boy. That's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The world could show nothing to me, so what good would living do me? Oh, boy. Yikes. Someone's going through some shit. And he rhymed the whole time. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like truly upsetting. Yes. And he's just truly rhyming yeah that's a uh, shout out to rhyming and and <laughs> meaning through rhymes you know what i mean you can't always do it but I mean, when look, you do it it's magic this might be peak quarantine brain but it's incredible that the sounds similar sounds match up with corresponding meanings <laughs> think it's about that really magic it's a miracle it's a miracle poems <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good and it means something <laughs> that's why it's good <laughs> That's Patrick's review of poems, just <laughs> in general. Well, it sounds good and it means something, so, so I dig it. Here's a poem that I like. The reason I like it is, one, it sounds good, and two, it means something. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. called The Very Hungry Caterpillar. <laughs> no, anyways. Patrick, I know yes. there's an answer. Okay, what what is it? I just know there's an answer. <laughs> I know there, I don't know what it is, but I know there's an answer. This is the worst Abbott and Costello knockoff of all time. <laughs> <laughs> this is a nightmare. <laughs> oh my! What's funny is that all of these are just one fourth of a Sufjan Stevens title. <laughs> like his song would be, "I know there's an answer, and there's an answer for the children of the Palisades who are weeping in their pudding." <laughs> <laughs> or just string two of these titles together. You still believe in me, dot, dot, dot. That's not me. That's true. <laughs> oh, I like comboing them. <laughs> Don't talk. Put your head on my shoulder. Let's go for a way for a while. <laughs> uh, there's an answer. Let's give it a listen. Let's do it. Is there an owl out here? I think there is. <laughs> That's not part of Pet Sound. No. For the record, it could be. <laughs> we could throw an owl into any of these songs and you would not know. It would totally know. fit. <laughs> I know so many people who think they can do it alone. They isolate their heads and stay in their safety
we go. Here we go. Is that a banjo and a saxophone together? It might be. Or just an acoustic guitar. That sounds like a... I'm getting a kazoo. Okay, you're getting kazoo? Yeah. Okay. Like stuff like that, just like that weird little like 10 second breakdown is yes. just so strange. And it's like at this point in the album when I start to just like melt into it, you know? It's truly this is yeah, this is a uh uh like a like a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of get lost in it. It's like a like, sound bath. It is a sound bath. It's it's therapeutic, I think this album truly is. Yeah, just put on some big headphones. Oh my gosh. Lay in bed, zone out. Oh yeah. You'll be in a different place by the end of it, baby. This is it, folks. Here I get today. high on music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Track ten, here today. Okay. Let's give it a listen. Oh yeah, here. Come on, look at this one. That's it. Right away. Today, you know what's crazy? This this album, how uh, collectively as a whole, listening to this all the way through, uh, it's it's like near perfect. It's incredible. It's near perfect. But listening to these songs like cut up, like how we do on the yeah, show, yeah, yeah. Uh, it there's a strong disconnect. Oh you know yeah, what I mean? between the songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I uh, just upset you so much between these <laughs> that when you come back, you do. You really, you, you're <laughs> holding up these really mean signs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my sign just you say know, shut up. I haven't seen you in over a hundred days, and yeah. <laughs> I held up a sign that said I never missed you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good point. You're right. You're right. It's weird. Maybe that's why I'm upsetting you. You're right, though. It is like it's jarring to go back and forth into them because. Yeah. Because it's such a specific sound that mm-hmm. I think you get used to it when you're listening to it. But when you come back to it, oh, that is a lot. Yeah. Wow, that is a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Last yeah. three songs. Here we go. This is another classic one. I just wasn't made for these times. This is a great one. Yeah. I get it. I get it. 
three yeah these three solid classics on this one that yeah. that pervaded the pop culture i mean wouldn't it be nice obviously in um 51st dates God only knows. What everyone, <laughs> everyone remembers that. Yeah. And then uh, God Only Knows is the theme song to Big Love. Yes, yes. And then um, this one's around, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Solid commentary <laughs> from the Parrothead podcast. <laughs> the this, song, this song's around. What if Ryan Wilson was like, this is the definitive discussion. What if he tweeted this? Genius. <laughs> all Genius. Caps. Finally, they understand Pet Sounds and spoke about it in a way nobody else did. <laughs> It just wasn't made for these times. Let's, Let's give it a it. listen. Sometimes I feel very sad. I know. This one feels like the Corona anthem. Yes. Sometimes I feel very sad. Sometimes I feel very sad. Um, I read that he wrote this in 45 minutes. What? Yeah. That's crazy. And he, he just wanted something like uh, like a children's song with repetition. Yeah. And he said, I feel sometimes I feel very sad and just repeated it over wow. and over again. He said that's all he needed. Wow. Yeah. So he could have he so basically in the time we're recording this podcast he wrote this song twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has he has I just wasn't made for this time to show for it. We have this. <laughs> so and that's the that's a real analysis of how to use 45 minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is this is it. We finally discovered it. I also read uh, in this song uh that the chorus features a Spanish sung background vocal. Oh. Which is Oh, cuando seré un día seré, 
which is when will I be? One day I will be. Wow. So there's Spanish in this one too. Wow. I think another thing I was thinking about with this is like he used those Beach Boys vocals that we know so well. He used them like he didn't favor them mm-hmm. in these songs like they favored these vocals and harmonies and all of his other songs, but he just used them as another instrument. Yeah. And he like blended the voice with everything else. Mm-hmm. And then there's the front vocal, which is so interesting. He's like, yeah, we have this other instrument in here and it's these four singers. So much going on. It's fascinating. Um, so cool. I uh, guess he also described it about it. The song is about a guy who was crying out because he thought he was too advanced and that he'd eventually have to leave people behind. Jesus. Yeah. God. He's too smart <laughs> for the world. So sad. Yeah. Uh, track 12. Pet sounds. All right. This is the second vote. This is the second, the second instrumental. instrumental. Yeah. I get a lot of uh, Martin Denny from these instrumentals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, I, Yeah, really Martin fun. Denny was right around the same time, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Let's give it a listen. Pet sounds. Let's do it. So crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah. So Ooh. much more. Oh, the horns. Yeah. Here we go. all over the place but also feels really tight for whatever reason yeah it's so good i i would also say um uh i i i read that uh i guess this was written to be used in a james bond movie oh i can see that this was originally called run james run and then they didn't end up using it um yeah which is so funny because this sounds like a james bond theme yeah it does uh, I think that's really like those cool. late '60s, early '70s Bond yeah, movies yeah, for yeah. sure. He says he never listened to Exotica, by the way. 
He really? listened. He says that he loved Thunderball, which had come out the year before, and he loved mm-hmm. listening to composers like Henry Mancini, who did these cool themes for shows like Peter Gunn and Les Baxter, who did all these productions that sounded sort of like Phil Spector productions. That huh. was his comment on this. But he never. He said he never got to listen to Martin Denny. Apparently, in a 2007 phone inter- a 2017 phone interview. Really? So, parallel thought there. Yeah. Which Interesting. Which is so funny. But huh. yeah, I could see that as a who that would be like Roger Moore running around with a <laughs> gun, jumping over yeah. an alligator. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Oh man. So uh thoughts on this album. Wow. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a dad joke. Yeah, I hated it. <laughs> At a restaurant. Take it away. I hated it. Oh, oh the plate's empty. I hated it. Oh my god. Um no, I, I think this is truly one of the best albums of all time. That is not a controversial opinion. No. That is just a fact. Yes. Um it is so amazing, and as a full, I probably the best top to bottom album that I know. I mean, it's, it's really good. so enjoyable and wonderful to listen to. Yeah, uh, and so thoughtful, and there's so mi- there's so much to it. There's so many layers. Yeah, which is why I think it's this onion that people love to unpeel over and over again. Absolutely. And also, I'd love to go back and and study more about what's in each and every one of these songs. I feels like this album should come with footnotes. Because there's so many things to it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I would love to dissect it more. I only started looking up the songs, the last three songs we were listening to. Yeah. Which is on me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's an, a great album and I love listening to it today. Yeah. Um, what about you, Ryan? What do you think? There's so much going on here and it's, it's crazy to me that. So I, I read that when he started working on this album, when Brian Wilson started working on this album, that he set out to make the best pop record. Really? That's that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to make, like, the best album of all time. And that's, to uh, to a lot of people's standards, that's what he did. Yeah. (laughs) Which is crazy. Yeah, but not necessarily a pop album. No, no. Um, But, uh, yeah, like, you can just tell, like, the amount of care and work that went into each and every single one of these songs. A lot of people call this Brian Wilson's quote-unquote first, like, pseudo-solo project. Yeah. Because he worked on a lot of these songs by himself. Wow. I think there were some, like, uh, legalities with a couple of the uh, the songs on here in terms of who wrote it and who did not. Um, but a lot of it is just all him. Wow. Which is just crazy. Yeah. What a huh. I know. It is it is an interesting thing. I feel like you can look back on, you know, mental illness is it's terrible it can destroy someone but there's certain artists that suffered through mental illness um and created stuff that no person uh unaffected like that could yeah and it's sometimes it's it's this crazy creative conundrum yeah it's like these people i mean we see that for depression and stuff like hemingway and faulkner all these incredible artists suffered from horrible horrible depressive thoughts yep and they survived them uh through their art and like their art was this like their little uh uh horcrux that kept them alive. <laughs> i so was waiting for you to throw a harry potter <laughs> reference in the episode i was just waiting to be honest that's why the episode went on so long is because patrick hadn't talked about harry potter once <laughs> We can get out now. <laughs> now we can get out since it's never been a better time to talk about Harry Potter. No, but but you're right. But you're right. It's, it's these little places where like I have to put this part of my brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like to um yeah, just to to use you know something you're going through to make something 
maybe not even positive, but something that, uh, you know, you're just getting those emotions out in some way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really good. Really special album. Glad we got a chance to talk about it. Glad yeah. we finally got a chance after 100 plus days to sit down. Amazing. It's so good to see you, Ryan. It's so good to see you, too. It's who, such a joy. Who knows if we'll be able to do this next week? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Our city might be shut down again by might then. Might be shut down. I just noticed during this recording that they're closing all the restaurants again in uh, L.A. County, at least. Oh, great. Although, okay. no, not restaurants, bars. Okay, well, that makes sense. Bars are closed. Okay, so, great, great, yeah, great, great. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, until next time, if there is a next time, yes. I am Mayfair Marleybone. I'm St. Charles, Tennessee. Um, uh, talk to you soon. I know we will. Yes. Uh, have a great week. Uh, meet you at the end. Meet you at the end. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I wave bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Will Himes, and I am a ghostwriter, meaning I write other people's books for them. And I have a podcast called I Will Write Your Book, which are recordings of my meetings with my eccentric clients, such as a woman blocked after one sentence of a children's book about her dogs, a romance novelist who dislikes sex, and a man proud of having sampled everything in his local grocery store. This podcast has been described as fully improvised, played by some of the best comedians on the planet Earth. Hey, that's pretty good. That's I Will Write Your Book on Campfire Media. Campfire.